back. This is the greatest time of year. I don't know about you, but <laughs> a lot of people get annoyed when the summer ends. And for me, it is the most exciting time of year mm -hmm. because the football season is starting. And I love it. I'm not necessarily a winter guy. I prefer warmer weather. So I think the ideal climate for me is to live in California or Texas. Yep. And be an NFL fan. Yeah, oh yeah. But man, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited about everything. I've never paid attention to the off season as much as I have this year. And I strongly feel that we got a lot better this off season. Mm -hmm. Let's get into it. Coaching staff. Yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. New offensive coordinator. Yeah. I'm very pumped. We hated on that guy pretty hard last year. Let's be honest. Shoddy. And deservingly so he got the can he got canned man so many changes for i would like to start though you know it took a guy signing a 70 million dollar contract for people to give him a fucking stitch jersey <sighs> and you got it remember last year i was looking i was willing to pay an obscene amount of money to get a jamal mm -hmm. adam stitch jersey and no one they were just not available is there like Which a? It's so silly because he's literally one of the best safeties in the league. Are people worried that he's not going to stay? Is there like a one-year minimum that you have to be part of the team or what? Before you take out the sewing machine, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it was a supply chain thing with all this gotcha. bullshit COVID. I don't know what it was. Mm -hmm. But I'm happy to announce anyone that is looking for a Jamal Adams jersey, they got him. Nice, a <laughs> boy. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I am also really excited to go to a game this year. And whether or not we're driving or flying, I'm going to one. Yeah. We, if I have to fly, it's probably going to be one. If we can drive down, maybe two. Couple. Yeah. Maybe three. The problem with the Seahawks season is the games that I want to go to are mm -hmm. early in the year. Yeah. And you still, as of right now, are not allowed to drive across the border. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. So... I don't know about you, if you looked at the schedule in detail, mm -hmm. but the exciting games that I, if there was zero COVID and we could do whatever the hell we wanted, I would go to the Tennessee Titans game in a week and a half from now. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a good one. I think Tennessee is going to be one of the best teams in the AFC. I would go to the Thursday night game against the Rams, which is October 7th. Yep. Because primetime games are wicked. And usually they wear green jerseys on Thursday and I love those games. And the Rams are going to be very good. Mm -hmm. And then they have a Monday night game on October 25th against the Saints. Primetime. Love those games. They're so much fun. I don't know why the night games are just a different... It, it's a different We feel. went to a night game, right? Yes, we did. We went uh, to um, Minnesota. Monday night? Sunday night? Sunday night? I believe it's Monday night. Monday night? Yeah. They're different. I like when it's dark outside. It's just the lights yeah, are on. Totally. The stadium is oh, man. sticks out. Yeah. All the... Uh, Monday night guys are there, like those commentator guys. Mm -hmm. Key, is it uh, Deion Sanders? No. Who's, who's Randy the Moss? Randy Moss is there. Yeah. Uh, Chris Collinsworth. Yep. He's the Monday night guy, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Also, oh. The Seahawks have a lot of primetime games this year. They have four? Four. Uh, I think they have two Monday nights, one at home, one in away. Yeah. 
They have that Thursday night game against the Rams. Do they have a fourth? <laughs> Not sure. It is a very strange... Like, being an overall NFL fan, it's very interesting to watch the beginning of the year. And even as you go through the year, nobody likes the Seahawks. Like, nobody ever gives the Seahawks credit for being good. Yeah. Even in... Wow, that was a terrible field goal attempt. Craig's like a 23-yard field goal attempt, and he missed it by 23 yards. That's tough. Anyway. Um, nobody gives them any credit or talks about them going into seasons. And it's... I don't know how much the media put on this like Russell Wilson beef in the off season mm-hmm. that he wanted to leave. They try, yeah. They I don't know that. if it was real or not, but what I can kind of give the, um, or cut the guy some slack for is that he, I believe is a top three quarterback in the league and has put in the right system with a decent offensive line could easily be an MVP. Mm-hmm. And he gets very little credit from the NFL and like people that supposedly are supposed to know about the NFL and talk about them, talk about the league on big networks like Fox and NBC. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that matters at all to a guy like that. I would guess very little, but at the same time, I don't understand why he's not talked about more, why the Seahawks are not talked about more. Like this year, watching some like preseason stuff, people are the like these so called expert NFL analysts are talking about Buffalo Bills yeah. as being an, a very big Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the Rams and the Bucks. The Rams, eh? So you add Matt Stafford and now they think they're a Super Bowl contender? I don't know why. People, yeah, Matt. I think they're very good. And I think the Rams, because their defense is so good, they probably are at least a 12-win team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least. And they're in the toughest division in football. And anyone that argues that can go fuck themselves, because it is, for a decade. Yeah, no, it's not even close. Man, yeah. there's four teams in that division yeah. that should probably this year all be above 500. Yeah, easily. Has there... And they all have gotten better. Is that a thing? Like, has that happened many times before, if any? Has all four teams in a division been above 500? I'm going to Google that. But like, why, the worst team this year might be the 49ers and like... So... Like maybe the Cardinals? These NFL yeah. experts are saying that the Cardinals are going to be the worst team in the division. Huh. They think that... Is Garoppolo still there? I don't follow off-season football much, but this he year is, yeah. for the Seahawks, I followed it very very closely he is still there okay yeah but their defense is very good yeah i don't know uh, if they got other pieces on offense oh baby they also have a the backup qb was a big pickup this year trey lance for them they drafted him pretty high Mm. but garoppolo is starting as of right now remember i'm man this there's as we're saying things there's just so many things they're probably ahead. Remember how bad that Mullins guy was last year? So bad. I can't <laughs> believe he was on the team. That was tough to watch, man. So hard. The 49ers were so good the year before, eh? And it's just, I mean, it shows you how important quarterbacks are to a team. Man. It's everything. 
I think we talked about this last year on the podcast, but is there another, there, there's not another position in a team sport that is remotely close to how important a quarterback is Pitcher? on the team. That's the only one that, that comes to mind. That has to be the clo- second closest. That's the right? only one that comes to mind. You're right. Because they... Well, there's a debate, Carl. <laughs> is, is a pitcher more important? Because you cycle through, you have a lot more, exactly. right? There's, so yeah. that's, that would be my argument is okay. in an individual game, a pitcher that it has his best stuff is more important than a quarterback in a football game. But a pitcher can only pitch once every four or five games. Yeah. That's, so yeah. if you're winning one out of four games, your team's not making the playoffs. No. Versus quarterbacks playing every single game. And they dictate, man, it, it is a crazy sport. It is the best sport in the world, in my opinion. Golf is up there, but golf's individual and it's super strange. But like <laughs> the team sport is just such a crazy sport. It's so, it's like a big chess match with the best athletes in the world and these like just massive freak freaks. freaks. They're freaks. freak athletes, yeah. And the orchestration yeah. of the entire thing, right? Like the defensive schemes and the yeah. offensive schemes. It all and comes like together, yeah. Playing, it's so crazy. And I just appreciate how much effort and time and skill like these guys, first of all, the guy, the players have, yeah. but also the people that are orchestrating I know we harp a lot on the coaches, especially the OC last year, but it is a unbelievably difficult job. It's just, it's such a deep, deep game, right? Of like understanding offenses, defenses, predicting what the other person's going to do or run, isolating players, you know? Yeah. It's so, I don't know if there's a, like a deeper game, especially with everyone, so many people on the field, right? 52 man roster, big teams. 53. Fuck. I know. It's it's a wild sport. It is a wild sport. That's why we love it. I think um, even just how excited I am about the Seahawks season this year, I think it's probably going to cause me to watch more football mm-hmm. just to like compare the squad against others because I usually don't watch. Like I'll have the Monday night game on in the background as I'm like doing something else usually or we're doing the podcast. And like the Sunday night game is usually on, but I'm not really paying attention. But if my predictions are correct, I think the Seahawks are going to be really good this year, much better than last year, Yeah, which is exciting. Because even though they were mediocre last year, they still, what was their record? 12 and 5, mm-hmm. 11 and 6 maybe? 11 and 6, yeah. So what do you think the biggest changes are Man. from last year to this year? Let's get into it. So many. So it's hard to rank them because we... <laughs> I mean, we start with a potential defensive player of the year candidate in Jamal Adams signing a four-year, $70 yep. million dollar contract, mm-hmm. which is huge. We picked up a bunch of guys, which there's a few pieces that I think really, really help. And then there's a bunch of other guys that we're going to have to f- watch a few games to see if they're yeah. going to make a difference or not. Yeah. But... <clears throat> They didn't lose anyone other than KJ Wright. That's the biggest loss. Yeah. They didn't lose anyone. He's an, and he's an older guy that 
Was he 10 years with the Seahawks? So, I'm not sure. He's our age. Uh, but as a linebacker, it's old. 32 is yeah. ancient, right? Yeah. Old. And we have Jordan Brooks. Nice. Cowboys touchdown. I just fucking hate Tom Brady so much. <laughs> the, we have Jordan Brooks, who is in his second year and looks like he's mm-hmm. going to be good. Yeah. So that's exciting. And then the other linebacker, what is his name? The white guy. Cody Barton? Like, yeah, Barton. Yeah. Um, is like a good third guy. For sure. So at that position, staying healthy, I'm okay with yeah. losing KJ Wright. Yeah. I know it kind of sucks as a CX man to see like a guy that's been with the team that long and has been very, very good at that position. Man, this kicker is awful. Zerloin, Greg Zerloin. What's going on, buddy? That's tough. I love that you said Zerloin. Sounds like a like a steak. <laughs> Zerloin steak, yeah. <laughs> but that I'm okay with losing that guy. Yeah. Because where we really needed help was at corner position. That is correct. They did not get any help. <laughs> I think that is going to be the scariest part of the defense this year for sure. So what I like about that position is DJ Reed, I really liked last year. He just mm-hmm. wasn't used that much because Shaq Griffin was there. Mm-hmm. Who, in looking at stats, and I wa- paid attention a lot in the offseason, his coverage stats were not good. They're not good. Nope. Not good. But he was our number one guy. Mm-hmm. And he made enough like flashy plays that you thought he was doing a good job. Yeah, no. But when you look at his stats, it's not that good. And then they picked up a guy named Sidney Jones. Sydney, yeah. I think Jones, right? Sydney something. Sydney. Sydney Jones, the fourth. Jones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is brand new. They picked him up like a week ago, two weeks ago. And looking at his coverage stats versus Shaq Griffin's, mm-hmm. he was like 10% higher in coverage. So they had this stat like, I don't know, like, what is that? What is the stat that they have? It's like, it's basically how often does someone not get a catch on you? Right. And Shaq's was like 63%. Wow. And Sidney Jones was like 74. Oh, shit, eh? I think he was like one of the best DBs at Jacksonville. Mm Mm-hmm. So I like that guy. They don't have him starting right now. He's injured right now. But do you think he's going to make it work his way in? I, TBD, because they picked up that Witherspoon guy. <laughs> Correct, yeah. Who had a terrible camp, apparently. And then they shipped him off two weeks he's later. He's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's when... So they. I guess Witherspoon was supposed to be the replacement for Shaq Griffin. Mm-hmm. He had a terrible camp, according to Seahawks accounts. We should shout out to Seattle C, letter C, Hawks, because that guy runs a fucking dynamite social media. He knows everything before the team knows anything. <laughs> it is, it's unbelievable. And it's funny because I have like at least a dozen Seahawks accounts who literally post any information that comes yeah. out about the Seahawks, any trade, any injury, any whatever. And Seattle C, Hawks, Always, always first. first. And he's always right. Man, he has to be like best friends with Pete Carroll or something. I don't <laughs> understand how he knows everything before anyone else knows anything. But love it because I just know immediately. So 
Apparently, Witherspoon sucked in camp and they were looking for someone else and they picked up Sidney Jones, who is supposed to be good. Okay. So we'll see. But it, he he literally got traded a week ago. So he missed, I think he missed the last preseason game. So he just doesn't know the Seahawks. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's cool. Old, so I was joking with Mike Bell this morning, or no, uh, like a couple hours ago. Saying we should re-nickname or we should rename Tom Brady Old Tom Brady. I don't know if you know any much about like golf history, but like one of the old oh. guys that's like basically started big ambassador for the game of golf and was like a really good player back in the day, like a hundred, literally a hundred years ago in the late eighteen hundreds. His name is Tom Morris. But his son is also named Tom Morris, who was a really good golfer in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. So Tom Morris Sr., everyone refers to him as old Tom Morris. Yeah. And so when I saw Tom Brady come out for fucking pregame warm-ups today, he just looks crippled. And so I texted Mike and I was like, old Tommy, let's call him old Tommy boy this year. <laughs> well, he's old as fuck, so, man. From this point forward, I'll be referring to Tom Brady as old Tommy boy on this podcast for yeah. the rest of the season. And old Tommy boy just threw a pick inside his own 20. And Dak is looking to pounce. Anyway, defense. Uh, weak spot, definitely corner mm-hmm. for now. Yeah. Until we see what Sidney Jones is capable of because DJ Reed and Trey Flowers are starting. And it's interesting. I don't know how much credit, you tell me what you think, but how much credit and faith do you have in Pete Carroll picking guys? Because he's had a pretty good track record of it. I I think, yeah, I would, I would have faith in him. I think he's been pretty good. I think Seahawks' development has been pretty good. And from the moment Trey Flowers came into their camp, yeah. Pete has been all over Trey Flowers. Loves him. He's a big body for corner. He's like 6'2 or 6'3, maybe bigger, maybe 6'3, 6'4, which is a big corner. Yeah. And he's very athletic. He just was not that good one-on-one coverage. And last year, he was a liability. Mm -hmm. But Pete, in a few press conferences, has said that Trey has improved the most on the team. Wow, that's really reassuring to hear. So, as a starting corner, oh, baby. Dak almost threw a pick. (laughs) It's going to be fun to watch and see... It's, it's fun to have a team like this that you watch very closely and you see guys progress. Yeah. So it'd be very cool to see, like, um, see if Trey Flowers is going to turn into a top, like a good corner. Yeah. You know what I think? I think that our pass rushing has gotten better. So I think it's going to help the CBs quite a bit. A lot better. Carl, that's why you're here, man. <laughs> that's a great comment. The, a rock star number one corner in the league will look completely average if the quarterback has eight seconds to throw the ball. Correct. Because, dude, think of the cornerback position. Like, you essentially have to predict what the wide receiver is going to run. There's no way to keep up with some of these guys. And it's important to note that the wide receivers are some of the best athletes ever produced in the world. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, look at DK Metcalf. He's 6'4", 235, and he's faster than everyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How... How are you supposed to cover him for more than two seconds? Impossible. 100%. Great point. I love that. So I think pass rush is super important. 
Who did they bring in this year? So as of right now, our starting D-line is LJ Collier, Puna Ford. Puna, I like that guy a lot. He seems like he's involved in every single play. Yeah. Al Woods, who is, I'm going to say, I think he's a younger guy, right? I'm okay being I'm not wrong. sure about Al nope. Woods. Nope. Al Woods no. is a fucking seasoned vet. He's 34. How old's Puna? Puna's 25. Okay, Puna's the younger guy. <clears throat> and then Mr. Dunlap, who I like Dunlap. He's not a freak like um, Jadavion was. Yeah, no, no, no. But it seems like Dunlap is bought in a little more. And Jadavion was just like, fuck it. Trying to just gonna show up. Yeah. Not going to warm up and I'll just do my thing. Mm -hmm. So let's see what happens. Bobby Wagner stays healthy. He's going to be one of the best linebackers in the league again. Mm -hmm. And Brooks, I don't know if you watch preseason or if we really care about preseason, but Brooks had a really good preseason. That's what I hear. Yeah. He was involved in everything, man. (laughs) He looks good. I'm excited to watch him. This week against the Colts. But yeah, I think overall our defense has gone better. It's just nice to see like the same names kind of every year after year too, right? Because you know that they're buying in and the Seahawks are, you know, trying to get the most out of them. Totally. Then the, obviously, I mean, the skill players on offense, you healthy. Mm-hmm they have to be in the top three offenses in the league, right? Yeah. The receiving core, who, who is a better one and two than the Seahawks currently? What do you like, the re- receivers? Yeah. Uh, who in the league? Tampa Bay, probably. Um, oh, it's tough, man. But you look at DK Metcalf, yeah. and he, tell Which, me if I'm wrong. He has the potential to be the best receiver in the league this year. Yes, he does. I 100% agree with you. Tyler Lockett has been a top 10 receiver in the league yeah. for the last five years. Very consistent. A guy you can count on he for sure. He never drops the ball. No. And he's so quick. I don't know, man. It's just I love issues, those right? two guys. Mm-hmm. So they added two really key players this year that I'm excited to actually watch because no one plays in the preseason. But... um Gerald Everett. I was, I was going to guess, yeah. So we got a tight end that is actually supposed to be a good tight end. From rather the LA than, Rams, yeah. Rather than the, the Seahawks' typical thing at tight end is just, let's have four guys and let's just rotate them through yeah. and see what happens. Versus now Gerald Everett is supposed to be... A clear number one, right, is what they're saying? Supposed to be. Yeah. Will Disley apparently is healthy. Mm-hmm. So he's the number two guy. And remember two years ago before he tore his Achilles, he was like... First six games of the year, he's lights Oh, out. yeah. He I, had like four or 500 yards in the first six games and four touchdowns. I think his connection with Russell, like you can't compete. I think just Gerald Everett, like pure athleticism and just skill, he's going to have to work his way in. But I'm surprised that really, they have him number one right now. Everett? Yeah, he hasn't done much in, in LA. Really? Yeah. Really? But he's, he's a young guy, yeah. Is he young? Because I know the Rams are a pretty decent uh, tight end. So he was, he was like the second stringer. He's 27. But yeah, the, the Seahawks like him a lot for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then it's hard to tell 
from someone who's not involved in the team that like when the offensive line sucks Mm -hmm. and when Russell Wilson has less than three seconds to throw the football every down and he gets hit the most in the league, is it one guy that just sucks on the offensive line so everyone else has to help out on that guy? Mm -hmm. Or is it the group that is brutal? Is there more than one? So they added Gabe Jackson, who is, again, I don't watch the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) Whatever city they decide to go to, I'm not going to watch them. But apparently, this guy is a good offensive line dude. Yeah. And he is now at right guard. He, man, I mean, like, Damian Lewis is a young guy. Young, yeah. That was awesome last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Dwayne Brown is a fucking seasoned vet that just got his contract restructured. Now the big man's happy. Mm-hmm. Back on the field. I kind of like the offensive line. You like it, eh? I kind of like it. Well, at least we can both agree on that it's better than last year. 100%. <laughs> and I mean, towards the end of last season, it was much better. The first half of the season was not good. I don't know, man. Preseason, you're like guessing a lot. There's so many changes. Dude, preseason doesn't count for anything. Guys don't even like run no, the I mean, main starters. I more just mean like going into the season. Because yeah. preseason, let's all, preseason is, is a load of shit. No good player plays in preseason. No. It's funny that I don't even think Russ started the last game, did he? Mm-mm. It was Geno Smith. He didn't play any game. No, he. I think he played a little bit. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I watched like a little bit, but some big news in the last week though. So Dwayne Brown, we just kind of mentioned, he reworked his contract. It's interesting that the Hawks did not give Diggs or Brown an extension. They both are in their last year of their contract. Brown, they reworked his deal to give him a big signing bonus, which I think he wanted some security to not get injured. Kind of bullshit, same Mm -hmm. as Diggs. So he, but apparently he's happy now and going to play this week. And Diggs, the same thing. No new deal for him, but he got a big signing bonus and now he's happy and he's playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not too worried about our safeties as much as the corners. Nowhere near. (laughs) I always liked Diggs. And... Adams is going to be interesting to see if he has a healthy season because mm-hmm. he, that guy's a freak. Oh, fuck, yeah. The amount of pressure he puts on other quarterbacks is insane. He played, how many games did he play last year? I think he missed three or four. I think he missed six. Really? I'm going to say he played 11 games. Six, uh, 10 games. That's it, eh? 10 plus the playoff loss. And he had nine sacks. Yeah. In 10 or 11 games. How many games did he play, Carl? 12. He played 12? Yeah. So he had nine sacks in 12 games? Nine and a half, yeah. (sighs) What a G. Yeah, because you're not going to see that from any other safety in the league. That's the one thing. I mean, you give up a little bit on coverage, but like... Do you? Well, it's, 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 I was going to say, it's, it's once again, because then you're putting pressure on the quarterback. 
So now it kind of helps everyone else, right? I think he gets a bit of a hard time for coverage. Yeah, people hate on him for that. I wonder why. He's just doing things that you, normal safeties don't do. And then when you play out of your role, people are like, what's going on here? Yeah. I don't know. I got a bunch of questions for you at the end, but yeah. A couple other things I just want to touch on is Mark Waldron, Mm -hmm. our new OC. He came from uh, the Rams. He is known for being a little more up tempo, Mm -hmm. no huddle, which with all the skill players on Seattle, like, I've heard other people who don't even like the Seahawks say a healthy Chris Carson is a top three running back in the league. A lot of people are saying he's going to have a big year this year. Someone posted, um, I can't remember, it might have been Seattle Seahawks guy on Instagram, uh, Chris Carson over under 1,000 yards this year. Mm -hmm. And I replied saying, way over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think he's going to have a big year too. Healthy, he's going to have a big year. (laughs) He's a stud, man. He's so good. Plus, and now they're they're throwing to him way more, and he's and he's doing stuff with it. Chris Carson in a press conference this year, after part of their training camp, he said, "He's like I have the best hands on the team." Really? Eh? And one of the reporters started laughing. He's like, "Is he have the best hand, like receiving hands?" He's like, "Yep." And then it showed him doing like a bunch of drills and like firing that. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the cannon uh, thing, yeah. That little cannon thing at him from like 10 yards away. And he, his hands are really good. And he's so good out of the backfield. Very and they good. used him a lot more last year than... So, man, I mean, if the offensive line is better, how do you stop the Seattle CX offense? You have it's- <laughs> two really good receivers. You have... Well, let's see what the tight end position brings. Yeah. But hopefully Everett is as good as they Cross your say he's going to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be really fun watching them because I think we're going to see a different Seattle Seahawks offense than we have seen in the past mm-hmm. because of Mark Waldron. Even watching their preseason, they were doing a lot more no huddle with... Uh, well, Gino kind of got hurt in one of the games. So Gino. The other guys are playing, but... Jake Lutton. Lutton and Mick. Mick, I, don't I don't even know, know he's on the team anymore. He's not. He okay. got cut. Whatever his name was. Mc, Mc, mm, <laughs> Mc, McLovin? <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's out. What, but, do you, what do you think of Rashad Penny? Do you think he's going to make any contribution this year or do you think he's going to struggle? I don't know, man. He didn't play much in preseason. He's questionable right now. He... I thought Alex Collins looked really good in preseason. Very, very good. I was very... I think Alex Collins may have been the Seattle Seahawks preseason MVP, man. He looked really good. Who else? They were saying someone on defense they loved. I think... Um, like, I think Jordan Brooks had a really good preseason. Was it Daryl Taylor? Yeah. A few things with was him. It? Yeah, because he's... On their depth chart right now, he's number three on yeah. the defensive line. Defensive end. I think we'll see him. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. I like DJ Reed a lot too. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be... He was kind of their nickel guy last year, so we didn't really see a lot of him. 
But as a starter, find out. Okay, so Mark Waldron. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Pete, as Pete a, lets him do his thing. <laughs> what do you think about preseason in general? Um, Is it a waste of time? No, I think it's just an opportunity for guys that are on the border of getting cut or whatever to make an appearance. I think if for starters and like stars, I think it's a waste of time. Just injuries, right? It's interesting to see different teams take a different perspective. Because I can't remember who they played in the second preseason game, but they basically had their full starting offense out there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and the Seahawks had their like 17th string defensive team out there. Mm-hmm. Minus Jordan Brooks. I think Brooks played quite a bit in preseason just because he's young. But And so like on Instagram and stuff, it's funny watching. And I rarely comment just because I need to stay out of it. But like a lot of people were like, man, they look so bad, you know. Yeah, understand that it's preseason. Yeah, oh, come on. And none of the starters are playing for a reason. Because it doesn't mean anything. No, not at all. <laughs> and if the other, t- I think the other, I can't remember again who it was, whatever, who gives a fuck, but I think they had two QBs that they were like trying to decide who's going to be the starter. So both of them played a half. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking be serious here. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let, let me ask you a bunch of questions. Chris Carson, over a thousand yards, over or under? I think over, and I think he has his biggest season in like the last four years. What's his biggest season ever? That is a great question because he's always been injured, eh? Mm-hmm. The way he plays is so crazy. Last year is over a thousand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was first time in a while. How old is he? These are all great questions. Chris Carson no, is twenty-six tw- years old. He had six eighty-one last year. Oh, yards. that's it. Yeah, 2019, he had 1230. 2018, he had 1151. So do you 2019 think... 2019 was his big year. Okay. Yeah, I think he breaks 1230. But he only had two touchdowns that year. I think he's going to get way more touchdowns. Maybe be around that same yardage. Okay. Um, Tyler Lockett, over or under 1,000 yards? I would say over 1,000. I say he's, I don't think he's going to have a better season than he did last year. I think he'll be pretty, pretty similar. DK Metcalf, over or under 1,000 yards? Over. I think he's going to, I hope he's going to be one of the top three wide receivers like by the end of the year. But I think he's going to have a better season. Russell Wilson, over or under 4,000 yards? Ooh, what did he have last year? Probably pretty close to that. 30, maybe 38. Ooh, over 4,000 yards. No, he had it. Last year he had 42. Yeah. Spent 40 touchdowns, eh? I think... 40 touchdowns. That that's sounds a lot. like a lot. Holy shit. But I mean, why not? He can do that. He can have even more this year. Why not, right? Over, under 4,000. Uh, I say over. Over. Let's go, Russell. Over under 35 TDs. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go under. Under 35. Under th- I think Chris Carson is going to get a lot more on the ground. Interesting. Because Waldron is not a run first guy. I know, but I think it's going to open up the ground a lot. I think if Metcalf and Lockett are so unstoppable to guard, it's just going to take so, so much focus on them, right? Okay. 40 is a lot of touchdowns. 
Jamal Adams over under 12 sacks. Oh, fuck. That's still you nine and a half last year in 12 games played. So it just comes down to health, eh? Fuck, that's tough. <laughs> I'm going to have to stay under. I'm, his health scares me. Interesting. Would that be like a record for strong for safety? I'm pretty sure you set a record for a safety last year. So he's like, yeah, so. Uh, Jamal Adams over under five interceptions. I'm going to go over. Over five? Over, yeah. Oh, baby, he's going to have a big year. I hope he focuses a little bit more on coverage and just kind of that, that, that style. But he's still going to get his sacks too, man. Okay, then I have a few questions for you. Are the Seahawks good enough to win their division? Yes, they are. They are good enough to win their division. It just depends if it all comes together. I think the Rams are their biggest threat. Everyone thinks Matt, Matt Stafford is like a god for some reason. They're going to be the best team ever created. But I don't know. We'll have to see how they do at QB. But that's their biggest threat. But I, they do for sure. They can win their division. Is DK Metcalf a top three receiver in the NFL? <laughs> I don't know if he is right now. But I really want him to be. And I, he has all the tools to get there easily. I'm hoping by midseason he is. <laughs> I think he is. Top three right now, eh? I think he is. It's just... I think... I, I seriously think we're going to see a different Seattle offensive scheme than we've ever seen before. And I think... I think we have the pieces that make a really, really exciting, fun, high-scoring, a lot of offensive yardage. Yeah offense yeah that has not been utilized to date i 100 percent agree with you the only thing that scares me is 70 year old Pete carroll i'm afraid that we might see a replay of last season where we're throwing the ball hot start lots of yards russell wilson is candidate for mvp and then it slows down then we lose a couple games that we shouldn't and then Pete carroll changes everything <clears throat> you don't think last year was a learning experience oh of course of course it was a learning experience but I just, you got to let Russell Wilson do his thing. And you man. don't think, so this is what I think. I think this year is going to be a fork in the road of where the Seahawks franchise goes. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think this year has to be the year that Russell Wilson is the only one that the ball is put into his hands for every single play that is means anything so i like that they have the new oc i like that he is a much more offensive like aggressive minded offensive coordinator i think pete carroll understands from let's say 25 percent of what was suggested about russell wilson in the offseason was true Mm -hmm. if Last year, if this year goes the same as last year, I think there's a legitimate chance that Russell Wilson asks for a trade. Yeah. And I don't think the Seahawks organization is going to let that happen. So to kind of counteract that, I think that they allow him to play more football. And that's all of us want to see that though. So bad. Running is important, but you can't, if you don't have an offensive line and you have these fucking receivers on your team, you can't just force it. The game is so different than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's a past first league. It's past first league. And we have a guy in his prime 
that is one of the best football players of the last few decades. Mm -hmm. I would love to just see what happens when he gets the ball in his hand 45 times a game. (sighs) I'd love it. That'd be so much fun. Chris Carson, Carson gets 20 carries a game. Yeah. Russell Wilson gets 45 attempts a game. It's a lot of possessions, but yeah, no, I think, I think that's what's the average snaps a game on offense. Probably, I think 50, 65, 60, 70, 70, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I think they're going to be really good. Ellie charges were number one last year with 70.4. There you go. Okay. Around, let's say 65 a game. These are, there's a stat on everything. Eh? It's, <laughs> it's so crazy. Okay. Last couple questions. Is Adams a serious defensive player of the year candidate? Oh, boy. Because if you think he's getting 10 sacks and five, more than five interceptions. Yeah. Nobody's done that before. Yeah, but then you got to have guys like Aaron Donald and fuck, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, he has the tools to do it. If he stays healthy, once again, NFL, 100% injury rate. But if he stays healthy. If he gets double digit sacks. Yes. And yeah, yeah. More. So you said you think it's going to be over five interceptions. I so said, let's say six or seven interceptions. I say over five, under 12 sacks. So I would put the sacks like maybe 10 ish. So, so if he gets similar double life. digit. Yeah. And six or seven interceptions. That's a ridiculous year. I think that Theo will have a good shot. But like once again, it just comes down to injuries, man. It's an NFL. Is Russell Wilson an MVP candidate this year? Russell Wilson is serious. So this this mean this question is at the end of the year, is he a guy that gets votes for the MVP? This year, depend like you just want me to predict, eh? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah, I'm all in. I'm gonna say yes. He'll be top three in votes at the end of the year. Let's fucking go. Like you said, this is this is the year to do it, right? If if I it, say this is the year, man. Yeah. New OC. Yes. We brought in a bunch of guys around him. We got a better defense this year. This is it. Because if shit goes sideways this year and we are not good, let's say we don't make the playoffs or we lose early, there's a legitimate chance he just says, get me out of here. I 100% agree. He's too good to not win more Super Bowls. He's too good. It's like if Patrick Mahomes was in a fucking run offense. I know. Yeah. 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 He would just say, get me out of here. Fucking waste of time. Yeah. yeah. No. I think- and Russ has fucking stuck around and been like a raw, raw Seahawks guy for too long. Yeah. I don't fucking blame him if he says, get me out of you here. Know, yeah, yeah. It'll be very understandable. Like last last season, the first four or five games, he was top three in votes. So if he, The first half of the season? Half season, yeah. I think. So, I mean, if he can, if the Seahawks can avoid those awkward games where they lose like the Cardinals or whatever. I mean, the Cardinals are good this year, but... You know games that they're supposed to win? Yeah, they lost a couple in the middle of the season. That- and it really hurt them, man. It really hurt them. And then after that... Didn't they- he not have a pick for like eight games? Yes. The f- Dude, he was fucking like the best player ever the first it's, half of the season. It was like 25 TDs and zero picks for the first half of the season or something. And then the middle like killed that. us, and then we just could not really get it together after that. Yeah. Although the D was way better in the second half. Yeah, yeah, way better. I'm excited, man. Last year was the first year of Jamal Adams, so he's still trying to like figure himself out in this system. 
I don't know what the corner position is going to be like, and I think that's going to be the weak spot of the team, at least early in the year. Yeah. I agree. But let's fucking see what happens, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I think we should end with predictions for uh, week one. We are in Indianapolis at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Nice and early, yeah. Game one of the year. Last year on the road, we were six and two. Pretty good on the road. We finished 12 and four. I think they're pretty good on the road. Yeah. Is fucking, yeah, Indianapolis. They're a weird team. I know Indianapolis, they have a good defense. I know they kept a lot of their guys. And I think Carson Wentz is going to play week one. So that's bad news for them. That guy is a fucking plug, man. Yeah, dude. His, How bad was he last year? Terrible. Just so sad to watch, man. <laughs> and then you go over here. No, like their defense will be good, but they're going to struggle on offense. And I, I, the Seahawks are going to win. What do you think? I think the Seahawks offense looks all time. Yeah. And they're going to win big. But it's going to be closer on the scoreboard than it actually is in real life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be 38 to 20. 38, eh? I'm going to write this down. So Denny's prediction is 38 to 20. Yeah. I think Indianapolis has a fucking top five defense this year. I think the Hawks are much better than people think they are. They're better than last year. And last year in the first half of the season, they were the best offense in the league. Yeah. What was the first half? Six and two, I think. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. <clears throat> yeah. And they put right. up a lot of points against some really good teams. Mm-hmm. 38 to 20. Okay. I'm going to go with a W for sure. Fuck the Colts. I'm going to say a little bit lower score. I'm going to go 28 to 17. I think you're going to see a different offense. I hope so. I think the first play is going to be like a 30 yard catch to. DK or Lockett. Like what what happened last year? Did like did defenses start off really well or were they very slow? I can't remember. But it was one of them. So last year there was no preseason. Right. Remember? Yeah. And we talked about this like almost every week. That on offense, it's easier to go in without preseason. But on defense, it is 100%. a lot more like team. Yeah. Rather than individual, right? Because on defense, it's more reads, right? And more live reads and adjustments. Whereas offense, you're just doing your thin Exactly. 100%. And I think the first half of the year, I can't remember if this is like an accurate statement or not, but I think it was like the highest scoring first half of the year in NFL history. It was for sure up there. There were some crazy scores. All the games, all the games, like... This halftime is 21-16. Every, it seemed like every game was like 38-31. to 31. Yeah. Just took a while for the defenses to figure it out. Totally. So what? You think it's going to be different this year? I don't think it's going to be different against the Seahawks. I think they're going to put up a shit ton of points. I think they're going to set a record for the franchise in the most points in a season. I think Russell Wilson is going to win the MVP. And I think they have a legit shot at winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think they're very good. And I think 
who, so I've been told, not that I paid attention to anyone's off season. I've been told that the Buffalo Bills are going to be good in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, I just assume that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be good again. And I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have a tragic, <laughs> tragic 5 and 12 season. Tom Brady's going to end the season crying. He's going to walk off the field, <laughs> never to be heard or seen again. Could you imagine? <laughs> That's it. What do you think of the Packers? I don't know. I know that Aaron Rodgers has no interest in being there. <laughs> I know that the, the front office, the coaching staff, has no interest in seeing Aaron Rodgers there. And to me, that just sounds like a bad combination. Yeah. None of them no, want to I mean, be there. Yeah, I know. So it's going to be an underwhelming season for them again? I think there's going to be a lot of interesting press conferences with Aaron Rodgers after the game that yes. I'm going to want to watch. Yeah. Trash talking the coaching staff. <laughs> Jesus. It's funny. That guy has no filter, no. which is very entertaining as a fan. Yep. But as like a teammate, he's probably not the best guy. <laughs> as like... A GM or a coach, probably not your biggest fan. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be that good. I think they're going to be good, but I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. I think in the NFC, it's going to be the Rams, the Seahawks. I don't know. Do you put Dallas up there? If they beat the Bucks tonight, I'll have more faith in them than I did I think offensively, Dallas Dallas is one of the better offensive teams in the league, so they always have a chance. Totally. It just depends on their defense. Same problem as last year. Is anyone else in the conversation? No. Ravens, did you hear what happened to the Ravens? They they lost like half their team, man. I I just firmly believe that QB is never going to win a Super Bowl. No? He's a freak athlete. He's so interesting and fun to watch, but he's not a good like quarterback. I agree. He's not going to win games with his arm. No. And I believe that is a necessary requirement of a quarterback. Yeah, it's pretty important, eh? And they also, they, they, I think so. They lost their three RBs for the entire year already. And their Marcus Peters, their starting cornerback, is out for the year. Yikes. Trouble. Who else is good? Who else do we even people, like mention in this people, conversation? People, do we mention Rams? Tennessee? Oh yeah, no, we didn't. But you have to. Titans. It'll be really fun to watch them next week against the Hawks. Yeah, really cool. I think I think they're gonna be good. Um, like the Raiders were surprisingly good last year. Yeah. Are they a conversation? I'm gonna say no. They, are, they, are they a playoff team? I think they'll be borderline. I just, I don't know if they have the receivers. They have one of the better tight ends in the league, and I don't know about their defense. Their defense is a big issue, big liability. And their quarterback is so average. Maybe if he has a breakout Who's year. Who's their quarterback? What's his, oh, I can't remember the name. He's been with them forever. Uh, Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. Okay. If he, I mean, if he improves this year, maybe. It but is he's so been so mediocre. Crazy. It's so crazy how the only teams in the league that have a borderline chance to win a Super Bowl are the teams with the top five QBs, right? It's funny how that works, eh? It's so crazy. Yeah. 
like all the teams are mentioning have a top five QB, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, Patrick Casey Mahomes. Guy, Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson. Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, let's say Matt Stafford is that guy that is not a top five QB, but his team is very good. And is the, do they have the best defense in the league? Uh, top three. Top three. Easily top three. Yeah. Who's the other ones? Uh, the Bucks are up there. Uh, Baltimore, Baltimore is always up there. Those are the top three, I think, rounding out. What about Jacksonville? The Jaguars? <laughs> no, Danny. They got Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. And they got thought, Shaq Griffin. I thought that's I, where Shaq went, I think, right? I thought Jadavion wanted to win a Super Bowl. Apparently not. That's tough. Apparently has no interest in winning a Super Bowl. All he cares about now is tax free money. Ooh, Florida, Jackson. Right? right, 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 right. Gotta get what you're worth. How old is he? He's like 29. Yeah, he's up there. So he probably has a couple of years left and slow down so much. Might as well. Good for him. Yeah, Trevor right? Lawrence. Because yeah. in California, what are you fucking paying? 67%. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. $5 million contract. You're taking home 1.5. Yeah. Wild. Fuck, man. I think a lot of them are bad. I think Texas is good, right? Texas and Florida, I think we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For income tax. Yeah. It's interesting. I want, like, I don't think these guys are allowed to be like a subcontractor like we are. <laughs> <laughs> Where you like incorporate yourself and they and, pay corporate yeah, income tax versus personal income tax. Yeah. It's funny, hey? Like fucking Dak Prescott. How much, what's his contract a year? Huge. 17, 20 million dollars. I don't know, whatever. Do you think, last question of the night. Mm-hmm. Well, two last questions of the night. Do you think Jamal Adams is worth $18 million a year? Ooh. I'm going to say yes. With the sacks and this, what he brings to a defense. Because fucking offensive teams have to plan for him, right? Like you have to be aware of Jamal Adams and the way he plays. And there's no other teams that you really get to see that. Mm-hmm. So just because of that, his unique style, I say yeah. Because he does more than a one-on-one cornerback cover guy, I would think. Man, I think he is so good and healthy. He's going to be hilariously fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in their locker room. One day I will be in their locker room as the official podcast of the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> yes. and post-game interviews. That's going to be fucking awesome, Carl. But I just see him on the sidelines and he is like the biggest fan of every single mm-hmm. human on that team. Yep. And I think that is worth a shit ton. I think Bobby Wagner has been a phenomenal leader and he just demands so much respect with how good he is at what he does. Yeah. And Jamal Adams is, I think, the next guy. Hmm. He is such a rah-rah dude, man. He, yeah, we, we talked about that a lot last year, right? You just see him having fun, just pumping guys up and stuff. Every play. And football is so important too, right? Yeah. Nothing like it. Yeah, I hope he keeps that shit up. A lot wow. of guys learn from him too, I'm sure. Like... 100%. He seems, Veteran. just watching him on TV and like on the sidelines, he seems like he would be literally everyone's best friend. Yeah. And like the best coach. It, it just seems like his mind works differently. Like he's such an intelligent human being. Like how he reads plays and I don't know, he just seems like one of those like all-time next level intelligent. Cute, yeah. 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 Just totally. understanding. 
Man, I fucking love the NFL. I'm so excited for this season. Where are you watching the game on Sunday? At home, baby, right on the couch. Big screen. Yep, not leaving. 10 a.m. is hard. That's okay. I'm Usually not... I like having a nice beer or two during the game, but... Dude, no one's going to judge you. Not at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I like the primetime games. Yeah. The 5.30 kickoff, you can actually have beer and... You work your way not up. feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right. Excited for the season. We... Uh, We'd love to hear from our fans out there. Yeah. Message social media, us. Our social media crew, our uh, podcast peeps, shoot us a DM if there's shit you want us to talk about or uh, whatever. We're pumped. Hope you're pumped too. Go. Cool.